We are stuck in a very strange place and time, and conspiracy theories are rampant nowadays to the point where it is difficult to draw the line between fact and fiction. I'm your host, Ethan Bridges, and welcome to Conspiracy Me. The vast majority of you know why you are here, so I won't have you explain yourselves. And like myself, you are curious about the world around you and how it works. You know the basics to conspiracy theories, and many that I will discuss here are very well-known theories. But most of those are just the tip of the conspiracy theory iceberg. The iceberg is a multi-level construct ranging from the more well-known theories to some that even I have never heard of. Visualize an actual iceberg and note that the tip of it is always the smallest part of the entire entity. In each episode, I will go through all the hard work and research for your benefit to give the history behind the theory and its following. We are going to start in the horizon with the simpler and more well-known theories. Then we will dive into the ones we have no idea how deep they go. Buckle up, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Corruption is all around us nearly every day. Someone is exploiting another to make an extra buck while we have people just trying to survive in this mad, mad world. Today, on the other hand, is a little more sinister. I am prefacing a content warning. A serious one. Today, I will be discussing very serious topics, racist comments, and anti-Semitic derogatory terms. Listener discretion is advised. And this is not for a younger audience. Skip this episode if you must. Today's episode is more on the harder side to take in. In the world that we live in, many people face discrimination. And I believe that that discrimination is from a lack of understanding and empathy from one side to the other. In this episode, I will be talking about derogatory terms displayed across the internet from other people's views that are not my own. While doing my research for this particular conspiracy theory, I did not understand the title myself, and upon doing a thorough Google search, I discovered something very unexpected from Tumblr and many other websites. Dajus is slang for the Jews, which when put in hashtags cannot be censored as going against websites, terms, and conditions. So where does this idea of the Jews come into play? We need to go back in time to see where and how this theory began. In the late 19th century, a pamphlet of sorts began circulating around Russia and the Russian Empire, claiming a large Jewish conspiracy. The work was titled The Protocols of the Elders of Zion, the claim that Jewish people were infiltrating the Freemasons to carry out their evil deeds. The Freemasons are a separate conspiracy theory that I will get into at a later time. But what were those evil deeds? According to my research, the theory goes back to the Roman Catholic Church, spreading lies about the Jewish people and their religion, as well as tainting the Freemasons and their fraternity. It was the idea that the Catholic Church would be replaced by the Jewish people and the Freemasons, rebuilding a new society because they shared beliefs and ideals. These are the same people who are Holocaust deniers and of the idea of blood libel, the murdering of Christian children for Jewish people to perform religious rituals. It is this idea 
that the two societies are working together to bring in a new world order. This united world that so many people are afraid of coming together as a unit. The theory is packed with so many different conspiracy theories that it is hard to draw the line to where one ends and one begins. So I'll try to make this as simple as possible. And by the way, it's not as simple as that. In 1903, the book The Protocols of the Elders of Zion was published that tells of a Jewish plan for world domination. This book is where many of the anti-Semitic jokes of today come from. It is this idea that Jewish people have a love of money and greed, and it is this love of money that has many non-Jewish people concerned that the Jews were taking over the world, that it would become Jewish-ran under one government. Many Russian Catholics began passing out these pamphlets to their neighbors to promote this hate toward the people of the Jewish faith. The book made its way to Germany, where a young man named Adolf Hitler obtained it and devoured the book, and soon it became his mantra. World War II and the rise of the Nazi party gave way to many impressions of what the Jewish people were. The stereotype of Jewish men having large bulbous noses, the almost goblin-like look to these propagated mudslinging cartoons of the greedy Jew. These impressions after the war became very prominent when the U.S. came back home, where people of different cultures were frowned upon as being poor and dirty if they were not classified as white. When bad things happen, these people would blame the Jews for everything. With these new impressions and stereotypes and caricatures gave rise for a new party that had similar views as the Nazis in Germany. After the war, many Nazi Germans fled the country and moved to the Americas. Many moved to Argentina and Mexico. As they grew braver, they spread across the world and planted their ideology to many different people and indoctrinated them into their sick fraternity. Today, they are known as neo-Nazis. They still hold their offensive beliefs. After a brief intermission, I will get into the many theories behind the blaming of the Jews and why it is prevalent to the conspiracy theory list. I'll be right back. The Jews is a euphemism for the derogatory phrase of the Jews. This easily navigated term can be found in hashtags across the internet. It is mainly used by the alt-right-wing politically leaning in an attempt not to get banned or suspended on social media. For years, decades, centuries, and millennia, the people of the Jewish faith have been the front-runner of political blame for years. Many Jewish people, post-World War II and pre-Red Scare, changed their names after becoming too afraid of what would happen if others found out their Hebrew heritage. But what have the Hebrew people done to deserve such a terrible punishment. Firstly, we must go to the beginning of the protocol and why it was written. Jewish people go to temple on the Sabbath, which is on Saturday. This is the opposite of those of the Christian faith whose Sabbath is on Sunday. If Christian people worked Monday through Friday, they need to shop on Saturday. If all the shops are owned by Jewish people, Jewish people do not work on Saturday. It was more difficult for Christians to go shopping because not many Christians owned shops compared to the Jewish. The Christians aren't going to shop on Sunday because that is their Sabbath. 
So this culmination of annoyance and the kindling of hatred toward the Jewish began to rise, and this is the reason the Protocols of the Elders of Zion was written. To get other Christians to also hate the Jewish. This hatred turned to propaganda, which paved the way for everything to be blamed on the Jewish. Jesus' death, the fall of the Roman Empire, not being able to shop on Saturday, and the Jewish being greedy with their money. All of these tainted ideas began to form, and the hate spread from that. It is the greed that really turns people against the Jewish. In a conspiracy theory that I will be covering later, the Jewish family, known as the Rothschilds, is a very wealthy Jewish family of bankers. The Rothschilds go all the way back to Frankfurt, Germany, and was a court advisor of the Hesse Castle in the Holy Roman Empire. They gained their wealth to be part of the 1% of the wealthy in the world. Theorists believe that the Rothschild family, along with the Bilderberg Group, are not trying to protect the world from another world war, but to join forces under a new world order. This idea to get rid of the free market and capitalism altogether. The new world order, also something I'm going to discuss at a later time, is a theory that the Freemasons and the Jewish are forming a secret totalitarian world government, which will launch the beginnings of the end of times, or the second coming of Christ. The fact that most of the United States founding fathers were Freemasons seems to go over many theorists' heads. The layout of Washington, D.C. should be evidence enough to show how much influence the Freemasons had at building our country in the late 1770s. Theorists also claim that Jewish people kill children and babies as a form of savage sacrifice to God, that they drink the blood of children as a ritualistic passage to gain more power, wealth, and youth. The idea that we would come under one universal government is not difficult to believe. It is a fundamental idea that is displayed across almost all science fiction. Star Trek is one of the first television shows to have the world and galaxy under one rule. Do I think that we will eventually get to this form of politics? Yes, I think that is the way we are headed, politically. Every political party will diminish and become one party. But until we become part of this Jewish and Freemasonic New World Order, please be kind to one another. Stay safe, because you never know who will blame you for all of the world's problems. Thank you for listening to Conspiracy Me. Until next time, I'm your host, Ethan Bridges. Be careful, and don't say I didn't warn you. This has been an Ebb and Flow production. To contact me, please email me at conspiracymepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at ConspiracyMePod, and give Conspiracy Me a review on Apple Podcast, or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. For listener support, please visit anger.fm backslash conspiracy dash me backslash support.